Welcome everyone. It is 6 p.m. and it's time for the Server Room Show. This is episode 11. Thank you for SDI Public Unix System to hosting the server. This new show is recorded and broadcasted live at an on radio station every Saturday at 6 p.m. UTC time. There is a voice over IP phone line active during the show. You can call it either from a regular phone or via SIP. The number is plus one nine one oh six six five nine one nine one. This IP account to call in at is a two six one four one four at San Jose two as in the number two dot voip dot ms. I would like to thank for everyone who tuned in today and also the people who listens to this in a form of a recording. As this is live, all the blobs and the errors are left in. No cuts, no buts, it is raw material. Today's topic uh, Mikrotik and Router OS in concrete. There is a disclaimer to make. I am no way uh, affiliated with Mikrotik. I do not own any hardware of theirs at the moment, but I do think they make good products for an affordable price. And I definitely have one or two products of theirs in my list to get uh, probably in the future. Most probably I will mention those during this episode at some point. Everything is based on my best of knowledge and experience on the matter and I am not liable to its accuracy or, or any mistakes uh, that might be in it. Mikrotik is a Latvian-based company founded in 1996 to develop routers and wireless ISP systems. In 1997 they created RouterOS software which is now the software running on Routerboard Mikrotik's own in-house brand which they have introduced in 2002. You can install uh, RouterOS on an x86 platform such as your computer or uh, hardware appliance similar to the ones uh, we discussed about in episode 10 when we discussed PFSense firewall. Uh, all of the hardware appliance uh, recommendations made there on that episode are valid and compatible for uh, Mikrotix router OS as well. Just like PFSense Mikrotix router OS can be used and tested out in GNS3 and they also have a cloud-hosted router version on their website for virtualized environments such as VMware, ESXi, VirtualBox, KVM, whatnot. Just for the sake of completeness, Mikrotix uh, switches run the SwitchOS operating system, which is also made in-house by Mikrotik, but it has no x86 uh, variant available to download. Um, unfortunately, it means that you cannot uh, DIY your own switch uh, with with the help of that uh, that piece of software that is not uh, up for for grabs. All their mentioned uh, software are based on uh, Linux platform, uh, as to my knowledge. We have to talk about uh, router versus firewall, uh, Mikrotik router OS versus PFSense. The difference between the router and the firewall, to try to use the simplest explanation, really the simplest one. A router is designed to route data packets from one interface to another, to take it from one subnet to another. Best to think about it uh, as, a, as an intersection where 
there has to be uh, something in the middle, so to say, which helps decide uh, if you want to get from A to B or from one uh, subnet or network to another, uh, how to do that. So imagine it like, uh, like in an intersection, something which would, uh, which would direct you depending on, on, on your destination, uh, which, which road or which route uh, in this, in this explain, uh, explanation, which route to take. However, uh, <coughs> however a firewall inspects uh, the data packets and uh, adds filtering and blocking of the data packets uh, to it literally allows or denies packets to go from interface to interface or subnet to subnet or point A to point B. Uh, there was another explanation I saw online uh, which sounded simple but uh, but quite effective. Uh, someone explained the difference between router and, uh, and firewall using uh, a similar uh, explanation using an intersection but uh, saying the router as a as a as a police uh, just directing the traffic based on where they want to go in this intersection and uh, a firewall like being another police but with a gun and uh, not inspecting uh, them in a sense as the router does but to inspect them in a in a form based on its uh, its rules uh, set up uh, something being good or bad in a sense of a load or, or, or not a load and having the gun to immediately take out so to say the the bad ones and it uh, sounded like a good analogy to to explain difference between the router and the and the firewall uh, and in, in general, it's good to, to mention uh, that the firewall uh, doesn't care about making the packets get to its destination or how they they actually get to their destination. It's it's not their job. It uh, it doesn't worry about that. Uh, normally, it should not. And then it raises the question that are there any any distribution appliances or hardware to be both a firewall and a router like a, like a two-in-one solution and uh, the answer is yes and do I particularly like those uh, two-in-one solutions or many-in-one uh, solutions or, or appliances or hardwares to use um, myself no I, I do not I will explain further uh, down a bit uh, why is it now many of you might be wondering, uh, we discussed briefly about firewalls and one of the available FreeBSD-based firewall distribution called PFSense in the previous episode, in episode 10, which is indeed uh, firewall slash router. So why do I care about uh, Mikrotik router OS now? Actually, these uh, two products are more similar than different, meaning that they can both do pretty much the same as the other one, as far as I dig myself into them. Not that I'm, mm, I'm certified in the case of Mikrotik. Uh, yes, they have their own certificate pads similar to, 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 to Cisco's own. 
and uh, not like I, I received any official training from PF Sense, who who operate with uh, their own brand Netgate to to provide training uh, when when needed or when someone requests uh, support. I can only say only say what I have experienced with both, and the knowledge I gathered uh, on my own. For me, uh, as I have seen and how I would use in a setup in my lab environment or in a, in a small business uh, scenario, that would be uh, the following. I would use one appliance to be uh, a dedicated router, uh, in this example uh, with uh, Mikrotix router OS. And I would also let this uh, appliance to manage uh, wireless using Mikrotech, uh, Mikrotech wireless clients for for the Wi-Fi uh, need and purposes. I could do it either with uh, their own purpose-built hardware, what they uh, sell, Mikrotech, they sell their own hardware, similar to, to PFSense, uh, which, which also sells uh, under the brand name NetGate. Or, or I could just pick up a white box DIY solution with uh, one of the many uh, appliances available and compatible uh, out there. The the ones we mentioned that uh, the the ones we we mentioned in episode ten when we talked about PFSense, all of those appliances uh, are valid uh, here in this example also. They they compatible. Uh, with PFSense and uh, Mikrotech uh, Router OS also, and with many other uh, firewall or, or router distribution out there. And uh, I would use uh, another appliance, uh, separate appliance to be dedicated to, to serve as a firewall, an intrusion prevention, intrusion detection system with PFSense. Uh, again, I could use uh, purpose-built hardware from NetGate, which is PFSense's own brand, or I could use uh, a white box uh, do-it-yourself solution. Could I use one box uh, which would be good for all approach, either with uh, PFSense or Mikrotix router OS, and achieve the same functionality? Uh, yes, I could. However, I like uh, a modular system, meaning I use uh, I like to use dedicated appliances for uh, a dedicated task. I I find it more uh, more more suited uh, myself, and uh, also when you look at uh, the enterprises. Uh, they also separate, uh, for example, a, a router and a firewall appliance. The main reason in their case is is uh, the volume, what they have to handle. Uh, it's it's better uh, in that sense if they just uh, separate, because then they can uh, individually uh, scale them up as necessary being it uh, the router appliance or, or the firewall and uh, another reason is uh, the typical one that if you have uh, two in one appliances or, or many in one appliance when you lose that one appliance for whatever reason or it has a downtime uh, 
the more things you have uh, in one dedicated uh, appliance tasked with or 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 to do the the more things you gonna you gonna lose when that appliance breaks or or, or has a downtime so imagine if uh, if you put your router firewall uh, what not all together in in one simple box then you are down to a single point of failure whereas if you if you separate them out to to kind of like a module approach uh, you if if you lose one it can be one or another and uh, it it might even happen that uh, the one you're gonna lose is not gonna bring uh, everything down with it um, let's uh, imagine if you have your, your router uh, firewall and wi-fi all separated if the wi-fi appliance dies you still have the the rest of the network you can still operate on on cable but if uh, you have everything on one single appliance which serves as the router the firewall and handles also your wireless uh, wireless network then you will end up uh, when that one goes down you will end up uh, uh, losing in full full connectivity lost and uh, of course when it's in a case of an enterprise it's not something they they want uh, for example if if budget allows to to do this separation i would i would definitely go to to that route uh, to bring uh, one exact example from for a modular system approach in my own home I could just use my ISP's provided um, uh, box, which is like a router, Wi-Fi, and switch combo appliance all in one, and uh, it would be good enough. Uh, I could be happy living with it, like the rest of the 90% of 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 users who get internet from from the same provider, and they never touch the box they are given they never uh, they never want more uh, good enough is good enough for them but as good enough is never enough for me and i want to to get the best i can get or afford uh, or i can afford i'm using a separate appliance uh, from ubiquity for serving as my router a separate appliance also from ubiquity to serve my my wireless uh, access point i have uh, two of them being managed by uh, ubiquitous management software and two separate cisco switches in this case one for the lab uh, the home lab and one for the normal network uh, so to say and uh, i also have a separate router again from ubiquity for for serving as the lab router to take the lab staff uh, out of the out of the it's it's a closed network so as uh, as this has uh, been discussed now we can talk about Mikrotix uh, router was it is a great software to turn a DIY or white box appliance to a proper and powerful router which can outperform uh, many times uh, both in speed and in features many of its competitors uh, and definitely for its price or it's in 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 its price range 
uh, yes it is true uh, router os is not free like pfsense where which might be a deal, deal breaker for many of you however if we look at their pricing i think uh, it's a mid-tier license level uh, which is called the license level four uh, i think should be more than enough for uh, even the most hardcore it enthusiasts out there this uh, license four um, license or license uh, level four license it cost 45 um, dollars and and i think it's uh, it should be enough for for nearly nearly for everyone uh, upon installing um, router os you have a 24-hour trial period to try out everything after which you can either register and stay in license one uh, demo mode uh, which is um, quite limited or go for any of the the licenses uh, i included a table in uh, in the show notes you can you can refer to that one um, as i mentioned uh, the 45 uh, dollar uh, license is uh, for me it seems very very complete it uh, it even comes with the initial uh, support of 15 days it has the wireless ap module so to say virus clients and bridge it has the dynamic routing protocols it has tunnels for for vpn and for example point by point to point over ethernet tunnels to build those connections uh, the tunnels for which you might need for for VPNs as it uh, handles VPNs you can have uh, unlimited uh, VLAN interfaces you can have up to 200 uh, hotspot uh, active users it supports uh, radius uh, client which is good it has uh, the proxy uh, feature also and it can have uh, up to 20 uh, user manager active uh, sessions uh, though the thing which is limited uh, so to say in in this license is the is the amount of tunnels uh, you can have uh, ovpn l2 tp pptp ppoe and these tunnels uh, are limited uh, to have up to 200 but i think that's uh, that's plenty and uh, also the hotspot active users uh, amount allowed is is on on 200 which again i think uh, for 45 dollars is 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 very good so that's about the, the the licensing for for Mikrotik router OS and the, and the price. One of the things I find uh, a bit annoying is that uh, the license keys from Mikrotik are being generated uh, to a software ID which is generated uh, from or or based on your hard drive ID or 
or some number uh, made up from it, uh, perhaps the serial number, I, I'm, I'm just guessing. Uh, the problem with this is the following, that the licenses therefore are not portable from appliance A to appliance B, uh, unless you stick the same uh, hard drive into the one into another. It means that if your hard disk is blown or formatted with low-level formatting and partitioning software, it can affect the generated uh, software ID, which uh, which uh, has the has your license key uh, attached to it. So it means that even after a, a, a reinstall, uh, even on the same appliance if you format it with this kind of low-level uh, tools and, and, and messed with the partitions, uh, it can happen that uh, that uh, even on the same appliance or hardware, uh, even using the same hard drive, it, it, can, it can end up with a, with a license uh, rendered unuse unusable. Um, however, you can request a reissue of your license key uh, for, for any of the two mentioned scenarios. The problem is that it's uh, it's not free. It has a fee of uh, $15, if I remember correctly. Um, that's pretty much the only annoyance I, I found uh, in, in this thing at all. Um, to say uh, the positives, Mikrotik has a great documentation. Uh, as I mentioned, it has uh, its own certificate pad and uh, training courses of their own. They have a big uh, training center in uh, Riga, in Latvia. Uh, right next to their training center, they have a four-star hotel for people who come from, from, from abroad. So it's really, it looks really nice on, on the pictures. It has a very simple web graphic interface. It's nowhere as, uh, as cool as PF Senses. However, it has a graphic uh, software to, to do all, absolutely all the configuration and uh, and everything you, you you need to do on on router OS appliance uh, with the help of this uh, graphical software however the the problem is that it's uh, it's windows only i i would really like it to for them to have it out on on linux at least if if not on a mac but on a linux it would be nice uh, there is also now an ios and android app for configuring and uh, interacting the, with the Mikrotik devices uh, with RouterOS. The default and preferred method to interact with RouterOS, however, is from the command line, command line but it's, uh, it's relatively easy to get going on with uh, using the mentioned documentation and uh, a lot more help can be found with a bit of Googling. Also, uh, YouTube has a lot of videos uh, about uh, router OS and you can find even uh, even speeches uh, uh, some of uh, router OS uh, uh, trainers uh, or Mikrotik trainers gave and uh, and they are really really long and good quality uh, 
presentations or, or speeches. Uh, as I mentioned, it is a very powerful command line configuration interface with integrated uh, scripting capabilities. Uh, it is accessible via local terminal, uh, serial console, uh, telnet, SSH, the Android iOS client uh, I just mentioned. It has uh, open API to create your own configuration and uh, monitoring applications. You can uh, export import uh, its configuration in, in uh, human readable uh, text format. Some other uh, some other features of RootOS I could uh, uh, I could uh, write down from the top of my head. Uh, load balancing and uh, multi-van support, uh, VRF virtual routing and forwarding, uh, dynamic uh, routing protocols, the ones uh, we already mentioned, like RIP, OSPF, uh, BGP, MPLS support and uh, MPLS-based uh, VPN support. Uh, therefore, it comes uh, no surprise that it supports VPNs. QoS, quality of service, uh, dimensioned hotspots, uh, wireless, uh, taking care of your wireless and wireless clients, uh, reduced support for authentication and uh, accounting, uh, dimensioned uh, proxy service. Uh, it also ha has uh, TFTP server. It uh, can be very useful when you uploading, downloading, uh, uh, when you do backups uh, from your other Cisco appliances, uh, routers and switches uh, in the network. It, uh, it can be really handy, so you don't need to suffer uh, setting up a separate uh, TFTP server just for that. And uh, as I mentioned in the, in the very beginning, you can, uh, if you if you don't want to mess up your network, as we said in the in the PFSense episode ten, you can uh, take advantage of uh, GNS3 and uh, build uh, a small topology and uh, try how how uh, router OS behaves. You can either you can even. Uh, drop in a, a virtual machine with Windows and see for yourself uh, everything you can do with uh, dimensioned Winbox uh, graphical um, software for managing uh, router OS. You can uh, really get going very quick with uh, exhaustive the documentation they have. And uh, and yes, honestly, I would uh, I would uh, first try it out in um, in GNS3, uh, see how it works, how it behaves. Mm, you can try out the firewall part if you want. If you want to go for a two-in-one approach, and you want it to be uh, microtic your your firewall and your router and your wireless and uh, proxy and, and everything it can do if you if you don't want to follow a modular approach and yeah to test all that out uh, the mention gns3 is a great place to start i have to mention that uh, the hardware appliances uh, 
from Microtic are, are, are great quality and uh, and also price. So you could pick up a small uh, five port router, um, I think around 40, 50 euros, something like that. It may be even cheaper, so don't don't quote me on that one. I left some hardware recommendations in, in the show notes also from uh, Microtics website uh, routers and switches and even the, the wireless uh, appliance they have uh, for, for being a wireless access point or you can just go straight uh, to a DIY solution white box similar like the ones mentioned in episode 10 and those are uh, versatile in a sense that if you go that way uh, if you tomorrow want to switch to let's say any other router or firewall distribution you can you can do it because uh, it's not uh, a dedicated hardware for um, concrete to to microtech you can wipe it you can just put uh, anything else on it and you can just put linux on it if you want so um, when you make the decisions and it has its pros and cons um, our time is up so thank you for everyone who listened to this uh, live and also for everyone who took this and downloaded it uh, either from in a form of the FLAC uh, recording or or listen to it in another podcast platform. Thank you very much and uh, see you everyone next uh, Saturday.